Good evening and welcome to Captain Cambino's Cabana, live Friday, September 29th, 2023. The captain's back, baby. Still not a real captain, but I've got a real podcast. So, <laughs> um, I want to apologize for last week with all the microphone technical difficulties. Uh, had some issues, um, basically, um, you know, I don't know what it was, just hardware or something. But uh, it's been resolved back in business, so my apologies. Uh, but you know what? Chalk it up as a learning experience. That's Things happen, so you just got to push forward. So we're back Friday night. Uh, it's the last Friday in September. Hope everybody had a great day, a great week. Uh, I was very productive, so um, hats off. So here we are, Friday night. Let's kick it, relax. We're nothing, that's all, what it's, we're all about here at the Cabana is chill. Just chill out, have a drink, have a cold one and look out at the fake ocean so anyway um first of all i want to start off again with the podcast saying um i want to thank god for this opportunity to be here to be able to talk to my fans and whoever's out there listening and just um you know entertainment therapy that's what it's all about and uh god bless our troops all of our servicemen and women overseas wherever they are fighting for our country keeping us free thank you so much for what you do you don't deserve enough you don't get enough credit excuse me um, you deserve all the credit in the world and hope you get to see your family soon. Uh, God bless you all. Thank you so much for your service. God bless our police officers, firefighters, uh, first responders, coast guard, all, all of, all of you servicemen and women. Thank you so much for all you do and, uh, keep up the good work. Um, we love you. We support you. Don't, don't give up. Uh, better days are coming. Promise you. And, um, uh, the captain is a big advocate and a member of the uh, National Rifle Association. So Captain Cambino is a true patriot, no doubt about it. And uh, thank you so much for that, for listening. Um, there we go. So Friday, it's a, it's a, a big weekend, uh, lots of football. Uh, actually, I'm making a trip down to Oxford tomorrow to see some old friends and enjoy the Grove, uh, God's country, and to enjoy the atmosphere and relive some good times some old some memories and see some old friends and just see what happens have a good time so looking forward to that it's supposed to be beautiful weather definitely gonna be hot but uh i will be ready to take on whatever happens so bring it on um i wanted to mention that uh, my dad is doing a lot better and uh he recently had a uh, gallbladder surgery removal uh, gallbladder removal surgery excuse me i'm not a doctor so, um, uh, for God's sakes, Jim, I'm a doctor, not a pool man. So, um, Ace Ventura. Anyway, um, yeah, so he's doing a lot better. Uh, those that have asked you know, about him, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, he's, a, he's a fighter, so he's hanging in there and doing, doing okay, just resting. So, actually, I was texting my mom. I was asking how he was doing, and she goes, oh, we're just, he's in there watching Schindler's Lists. And, and you know, I it said, it's, it's terrible what, what the Nazis did to the Jews. I was like, yeah, I know. And the first thing I thought of, and I know this is terrible. I mean, I know what they went through was awful, but the first thing with my mind was the Seinfeld episode where Jerry is making out with his girlfriend in the middle of Schindler's list. And Newman sees him and tells Jerry's parents, you were making out during Schindler's list. Newman. <laughs> so <laughs> I just, that's the first thing I thought of. So forgive me. You know, that's what, um, <laughs> That's what happens when you're a Seinfeld fan, you know, it just, you think it pops into your head. So, um, 
Anyway, but yeah, so the with the microphone difficulties I had, I ended up going to Guitar Center, and I bought a stand. I was actually looking for like a small stand, something that could handle my current the second microphone I had, and you know the one I thought I didn't need anymore. And turns out it's much better than it was, and I just never really knew how to utilize it. Well, again, I'm I'm new at all this stuff too. So, but I talked to this nice guy, and he was he was cool, helped me out, and I got a, a new stand and a. Um, some kind of kind of holder and a uh, buffer or something to kind of again I'm I'm again it's it's a real podcast but I still don't know what the hell I'm doing so anyway here we are but I'm gonna wing it just like I have my whole life so uh, yeah but they helped me out a lot so I got some uh, somewhat new equipment and uh, it's pretty it's pretty big and heavy so you know uh, <clears throat> that's what she said and so it's it's um it's it's turned out well you know it's been a, a good mic stand so I'm looking forward to seeing you know to finding better ways to use it uh here with at the cabana so uh we'll see and um i just gotta i'm still you know i'm, I'm working on ways to add to like my little cabana studio here studio cabana <laughs> studio 54 cabana but um anyway but hey mistakes happen you know that's that's part of life you learn from it and i hate that that i was at you know the first episode of season two i wanted to make it special and make it you know fun and you know i ruined it with a the bad bad microphone so i apologize but um anyway it uh, chalk it up and learn from it move on so um anyway just just glad to be here so um i want to uh first of all hope everybody's up, up okay up north northeast i heard there's a lot of rain i think even saw that new york city is like underwater it's like it's like deep impact the movie almost not that bad but it, it just got me thinking it's like man they're flooding that's terrible and but you know what? Um, maybe it'll flush out the bad or something. Who knows? I don't really know where I was going with that. But anyway, um, but anyway, hope everybody's up okay up there in the Northeast. That, and uh, if you have family members up there, um, I, I want to address this whole. Uh, I don't know if everybody's the whole thing is sports world, and it's not. I don't. I don't know. I'm just tired of it. It's this whole Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift BS. Okay, um, Taylor Swift. Yeah, I don't care about Taylor Swift, don't care about Travis Kelsey, um, but they're making this all over the news, making this like the biggest thing ever. I, the Chiefs beat the Bears last weekend 41 nothing. I mean, it wasn't even a contest. I mean, it was whatever, and they make a big deal about Taylor Swift. First of all, I mean, yeah, she's, she's a beautiful girl. She's, she's attractive and everything, but she is not a knockout. I mean, I'm just being honest here, so I'm there are lots of beautiful women out there, and I'm sorry, but she's – I just don't – I don't get it. Um, I am not a Swifty, and I don't care about any of her songs. The only one I know of is called Shake It Off because I remember a friend singing it one time or listening to it. That's the only one I really know of. I don't know any any other songs. Um, can you imagine, though, if she had stayed in country music, you know, how that would have panned out? Anyway, um, Travis Kelsey, I'm sorry, but I, I've – uh, ever since I saw that Pfizer commercial last weekend with him, nope. <clears throat> See ya. It's just no, not not going that route. You know, so we know what he's all about. And I'm, you know, if you if you know Pfizer, you know what I'm talking about. All that shit that happened in 2020. So anyway, um, um, <laughs> saw the video on Instagram of Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift leaving the Chiefs Stadium. And like in the locker room in the back or something, and the comments, one of them said, oh, "There they go to go get their eighth booster shot." 
I mean, they probably have had 15 booster shots between them or more. So, hey, it's like, hey, go have it. Get get those needles put in you, stick in you all you want. So, anyway, but yeah, this whole Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift thing, I'm tired of it. Everybody, like, they had it on sports news. It's like this isn't sports. They're dating. I mean, if anything, put this, put it on um, Entertainment Tonight or Weekly, whatever the E Magazine, whatever that shit is. I mean, just I'm tired of it. And it's, it, it hadn't even been a week. So, and people are just talking about it. I'm like, first of all, if you want a hot couple, Camille Kostek and Rob Gronkowski, that's the couple right there. Camille and Gronk are badass. They're fun. I, I mean, they're, they're having, always having a good time. Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift ain't got nothing on Camille Kostek and Gronk. So, Camille Kostek, Gronk, wherever you are, Captain Cambino backs you up and Y'all are the power couple. Y'all, y'all, you guys got it going on. So, big fan. So anyway, piss on this whole Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift thing. Um, you know what happened? You know, Travis Kelsey looks like uh, Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth, Captain America and Thor, got together and had a love child. That's who he looks like. So, just saying. Um, and they were talking about boosters. You know, one of my favorite superheroes is Booster Gold. Booster Gold is a very underrated comic book character. He's a DC guy, and just a, he's a funny guy. So if you ever um, get a chance, um, he's in an episode of Smallville, and he really pulled it off well. So Booster Gold is actually a funny comic book guy. Only reason I brought that up because they were talking about booster shots. So that's all. I, I, I don't know. My mind's out there. Um, trying to find t- stuff to talk about, man. So here we go. Anyway, um, it's a this is a second the second edition of uh, second podcast of season two and. Just excited to be here and uh, looking forward to um, this weekend. You know, I got a haircut. Uh, what's today? Friday. So Wednesday, I got a haircut. And the girl that cut my hair, her name is Ashley. She's a beautiful girl, awesome to talk to, just a really cool. And she looks like Dakota Johnson. And I know I mentioned this on a previous podcast, but I, I was like, I'm booking her again. She's cool. She's laid back. And, you know, she's just, you know, she's not one of those extreme stylists or anything, you know, out there. And she's just having a good time and just talk it up. Told her about my podcast and she's really cool about, it, you know, so, hey, I want to listen to it. So, Ashley, thank you so much for taking care of the captain. And I basically told her I have a podcast about nothing. And she just, she thought it was hilarious. And, I mean, I'm not taking that away from Seinfeld, but technically it is. So, Larry David, um, if you sue me, so what? I don't have any money. So, anyway. <laughs> um <laughs> So, I got a haircut, and we were just checking on I, I kept, you know, I'm pretty thorough when it comes to my hair. And I was just like, hey, you know, did you uh, did you get this right here? And then she goes, oh, yeah, I got you. And she goes, wow, you are really on top of things today, Cameron. Uh, and I was like, I know, I'm sorry. I'm just excited to be here. So, <laughs> the best haircut ever. But, no, she looks like Dakota Johnson. And as soon as I was checking in, and when you go to Sport Clips, you know, you get that. You come inside, you, I, I use the app, you book it, and you get in there, you type in your phone number, and you check in. And it's, there it is, it says Cameron W. on deck. And I was like, you damn right I'm on deck. And uh, <laughs> permission to come aboard. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> captain on the bridge. <laughs> so, um, and she saw my name, and she goes, Cameron? I said, hey, Dakota Johnson. And she's like, I remember you now. <laughs> So that was pretty cool. You know, I was like, all right, still doing, still got it anyway. But no, it was funny. So Ashley, thank you. 
and uh, wrote you a good survey too. So I think surveys are important wherever you shop or you dine or whatever you do, any type of service that you use, you need to write a review or write a survey or fill out a survey, whatever. Um, I think those are very important. You know, like I said, I mentioned last week about Dave Portnoy and that guy in Massachusetts. He was basically doing his pizza reviews outside of his business and he wasn't bothering anyone. It's a public sidewalk, do whatever the hell he wants. He's Dave Portnoy. And uh, yeah, the captain has a, I, I think Dave Portnoy is the man. I'd love to meet him. And I saw Mincy on Bars from Barstool also post some stuff from Oxford today. So I'd, I'd, I've actually sent many videos to Barstool Sports hoping they would, uh, maybe I'll get noticed or something, right? So desperate. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Obsessed much? <laughs> But no, um, yeah, it's, um, you know, but reviews are important. I feel like if you review a business, uh, that only helps them get better if they need to get better. Um, you know, I, to me, like my favorite spot in Memphis is Huey's. And I know it's not much, but it's Memphis based. But, you know, I'm not a fan of Memphis. I'm just here. My job is here, you know, close to family, yada, yada. But Huey's is phenomenal no matter which one you go to. Depends on location, I guess. But um, the one I go to right here by work, you know, it's great. And, you know, they um, they, they get – I write good reviews. So I wrote a review about them. I, I, I recently wrote one about, you know, Ashley at Sport Clips. So I think those are very important depending on your business. And it's all about customer service, what you do. Do your job. Do it right. And, you know, good things will happen. Good things will come. So, um so I'm hoping um, you guys will write a good review about the podcast and tell me that it really sucks. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sure there's people out there that think so. But anyway, uh, that's what happens when, you, when you're just getting started. So bring it on. Um, but yeah, so I think that's important. That helps out a business tremendously. And be sure to tip your waitresses and bartenders this weekend, everybody, no matter where you are. Not just football weekend or, you know, like in Oxford, but everywhere. You know, I get it. Tipping is optional. But those people work hard. And they deserve to be tipped, but also it does depend on the type of service and how they serve you. So I get it. Tipping, you know, it goes along, depends on again, how you were treated or your experience, things like that. So if you have a jerk off bartender, that's another ball game, you know? Um, so anyway, but please, um, you know, tip your waitresses and bartenders. That's how they earn a living. Um, yeah. So, um, Again, I was, you know, about the mic difficulties I had last weekend. I was like, man, you know what? I was so built up and hyped up for this whole thing for the first episode. And I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't want this to go right. And I'm still, like I said, working on a theme song and doing some additional artwork designs. So the lot's in the works. And I'm excited about it. So I'm, I'm excited to share it with you soon. Um, and, you know, I just a lot of things going on. And, you know, you make a mistake like that. It's like, well, shit, you know, I wanted to do this right. And I wanted it to be perfect, you know, like a bride on her wedding day. <laughs> but guess what? It doesn't happen that way. So, um, you know, I, I would probably have the cake thrown on me if I was the groom or something. So um, I, I wouldn't care either. So um, I got to get a date first. But anyway, um, so I, I feel like the whole making mistakes thing, bring it on, but you know, don't make it a regular thing, but stuff like that, psh, nobody cares. You know I mean? Like it's a, it's a first time podcast for me. So we're just winging it again. It's entertainment therapy. This is you guys are the therapists. I'm the guy talking shit. So talking about nothing and you know, um, mistakes happen, but you know, failure is a, a different type of mistake. Obviously a failure is 
not like it's a, a bad thing, but you know, people fail all the time. You fail a test, you fail at a certain job, or you fail at a, a business startup, or you, you fail with a, in a relationship, or you fail in certain areas of life, certain categories, and you just try to bounce back. But failure is a phenomenal teacher. And uh, failure is the greatest teacher. That's Yoda. And, uh, you know, it is. Failure is the greatest teacher. So that's, if anything, it should, you know, get up, start over. Do it again. You know what? You, you failed, so what? Move on. Try again. You know what? It's kind of like Wiley Cody. I was talking to somebody today about Wiley Cody. You know what? That coyote worked his ass off to catch that damn roadrunner. And guess what? He never could catch the roadrunner. But you know what? He never quit. That Wiley Coyote kept trying every single time. And he failed. He kept failing. But he can get back up and do it again. I know it's comedy and it's a cartoon, but it's true. And I think Weird Al Yankovic like, has a meltdown about it in a movie called UHF. It's one of my favorite uh, late 80s, UHF with Weird Al Yankovic. And uh, I'd like to show you one of my favorite cartoons. It's a <laughs> pathetic coyote going after a sadistic roadrunner who mocks him and maims him. <laughs> Hope you enjoy it. But, you know, it's true. I mean, that coyote, though, he never quit. That's why I love Wiley Coyote. And um, you think that he's, you think he's got him. And it's like, nope. <laughs> Damn that roadrunner. Anyway, um, so, yeah, I'm like Wiley Coyote, you know. Just keep, keep trying. And like Charlie Brown, you know. Charlie Brown was on my, he's one of my heroes. You know, he, um, Lucy would always treat him like crap. I knew a, I knew a girl like Lucy in high school. And we don't talk anymore. But, you know, she's like just like Lucy. Um, she never – I never tried to kick the football with this friend, though. You know, I, I knew what would happen, so we never got that far. But I'm sure everybody had a friend like Lucy growing up, you know, just talking shit like she knows it all. You know, her shit don't stink, whatever. Well, Lucy, everybody's does. So – but, yeah, Charlie Brown, he's everybody's man. You know, he – He's just trying to make it, trying to figure things out. And, I, you know, I know actually we're about less than three months. Yeah, so Christmas. I have the Charlie Brown Christmas soundtrack on my playlist on my iPod year-round. I mean, that's how much I love Vince Guaraldi, the Vince Guaraldi trio. Phenomenal music. Uh, great composer. One of the best ever. But that Charlie Brown Christmas soundtrack, I mean, it's, like I said, every year-round. And Christmas time is here is my favorite. It's like a eight minute instrumental uh, piece, and it's just phenomenal. But um, I, I love the opening. I, I know we got Christmas not even close. Whatever, but hey, it's the Cabana. Who cares, right? It's a chill place. We're just we're just having fun here at the Cabana. When he and Linus walk out of the school or whatever, and he says, "Christmas time is here, Linus." I know I'm supposed to be excited, but I'm still not happy. I love getting presents and Christmas cards, but I don't I don't know. I just don't feel the same. I'm just not happy. And Linus is like, Charlie Brown, you're the only person I know in the world that could take a wonderful season like Christmas and turn it into a problem. Maybe Lucy's right. Of all the Charlie Browns in the world, you're the Charlie Browniest. <laughs> I love that. 
That's true. He, he overanalyzes everything just like I have my whole life. But I've gotten better at that over the years, last few years. You know, you just kind of have to just let, let things roll. Um, don't go insane. You know, just um, life happens. Like, I've been talking to two ladies up here, and you know what? It didn't pan out, either one of them. One of them I found out as a boyfriend, and I'm like, well, son of a bitch, you know? I mean, like, why can't they just say that up front, you know? I hate it when that happens. But you know, you know what? You know, Hey, you know what? God's telling me something. It's like, you know what? You're not supposed to be with these people. And that's totally fine, because I am, I am out there. I'm out there, so and I'm just having a good time. So I'm... And that's what the next topic I want to talk about is freedom. And I'm not talking about freedom as an American. You know, thank God that we are a free country, by the way. And, but freedom as a single man. And I think that's, I think that's phenomenal. I don't think anything is wrong with that. You know, yeah, we all want companionship. I would love to have a a girlfriend. Um, But you know what? It's not meant to be right now. So what? You know, it hasn't happened. I mean, I didn't have a girlfriend in high school. I didn't have one in college. I messed around with a lot of women in college, but nothing in high school. And I played football. I was good at it. But I didn't have a girlfriend. There was one girl I wish I could have dated, but I'm just glad that didn't happen either. All these years later, you you think about it. but, um, But it is what it is. So, but yeah, I would love to have companionship. I'm sure we all, we all do. But, uh, my oldest brother has been married 22 years. They have three, three kids. They have a phenomenal family. They're amazing people and they're, they're happy. That's, you know, that's how they're meant to be. So congrats. I love it. I support it. My younger brother is divorced after 14 years and you know, it sucks. Um, I don't think it's right. Uh, you know what happened to him, but, and I kind of like vowed to like you know, not get married because of that, because of what happened to him. So I don't, you know, again, it was, it was shitty, but you know, I'm not going to, you know, what happens, whatever happens happens, but you know, I just kind of want to stand my ground and I love my freedom, but you know, and he, he understood that. He's like, Oh man, don't worry about me. You know, take care of you and everything will be okay. And like, but that, again, it comes back to freedom is that I'm, I love my freedom as a single man and being able to travel things like that and do things whenever you want. You don't have to answer anybody. You have to answer to God, but that's that's not what I'm talking about. But it's, you know what I mean. And but yeah, we do have to answer to God. But but my uh, my thing is like being free, the freedom. You can stay up all night. I mean, I, my, my life. I do live in a fantasy world, so just going to let you know that. And I'm I'm pretty sure most of you know that I live in a fantasy world. But at work, I'm, I mean, I'm I'm balls to the wall business. So I mean, I'm I'm taking care of business every day. But when I get off work, I don't think about work. And I think that's a, a thing on Bumble, the dating app. I've, I've, I've used Bumble many times, and they say, like, they, I think there's a, a tagline or, like, a question. It says, after work, what, do, what are your plans? What do you do after work? And I, or it says, after work, you are, and you have to finish the sentence. And I was like, after work, I'm not at work. <laughs> so, I mean, it's like, well, not thinking about work, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> So you have to have a life outside of work, obviously. But anyway, back to freedom. The freedom of being single. And I'm not picking on anybody or anything like that at all. I'm just talking from Captain Cambino's experience. Freedom is essential and it's awesome. And if that's the way way you go, that's the way you decide to live, then 
you better grab it by the horns and just do it. And I honestly, I've got, I, I love it because I've got, I can travel, I can do whatever I want within the law, but I've got a road trip coming up soon. That's next week. And I'm looking forward to that. So, I mean, if I were married, I, I wouldn't be able to do that. Uh, she would have to come along obviously, but you know what? That's not an issue. So I feel like if you're any single guys out there, Hey, if you, if you want to be sing, be single and enjoy your freedom, do whatever, do whatever you want, then do it. You know what? You don't, if you're with somebody, you're dating a girl, you don't owe her anything. And I'm not, I'm not trying to dog relationships or be anti-relationships or anything. I'm just speaking the truth. If you don't want to be with her, then adios, sayonara, go do your thing, man. Live life. So that's, that's what's most important. Live, live your life and live in the moment and be enjoy your freedom because i'm telling you we're only on this roller coaster ride of life once and that's it so there are no do-overs i think i posted a picture like that the other day on instagram you know there's no do-overs this is it so freedom i think is important um you know even if you're you know married and you you know get to spend time with your friends on the weekend or something you have a special night where hey the guy signed out well that's cool you know i guess that's some form of it but it's not the same you know, because, you know, either way, you're talking about your family life and stuff like that. So, but with me, I'm in my fantasy world. I talk about shit that I did when I was a kid. So, but that, that's okay. I'm fine with that. Or stuff that happened like yesterday. I, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. But I'm like Lawrence from Office Space. I'm sorry, man. I'm talking out of my ass. So, <laughs> I got to get my ass up at 6 a.m. every day this week. I'm doing the drywall at the new McDonald's over there. <laughs> Lawrence, what would you do with a million dollars? I'll tell you what I'd do. Two chicks at the same time. That's it? Fucking A. <laughs> That's for you, James Reed. So, <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> I saw a clip. It's the 30th anniversary of Mrs. Doubtfire. And, oh, man. That was, uh, what a funny movie. Robin Williams, rest in peace. I mean, it was the scene where they're at the end of the movie and it's uh, Sally Field, the, her character, it's their birthday and they're at that restaurant and <laughs> when Pierce Brosnan buys her that necklace or whatever it is and he, he goes, oh, yeah. a man buys her a, a, a bubble like that is expecting a, a little down payment, huh? A little Humpty Dumpty, little Jack Horney. <laughs> Hope you- Hope you put the cocktail sauce. She's got the crabs, dear. <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire, please. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I being too harsh? <laughs> but there's the... <laughs> they're trying to... He's got that meeting with that executive for his future. And then he's with the family as Mrs. Doubtfire. And <laughs> smoking or non-smoking? Non-smoking, please. He comes in, Smoking! <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire, you don't smoke. Yes, but I used to. I have to be around it. <laughs> oh, man. I told you I live in a fantasy world. Anyway, <laughs> funny stuff. But um, <laughs> when I was getting my hair cut the other day, I was talking to Dakota Johnson and uh, Ashley, sorry. And <laughs> she, we were talking about like stuff you do as a kid, like sleeping, trying to get a good night's sleep. And then um, she brought up the fact that, and I looked it up, and apparently it's a myth, but they said through our lifetime as a human, when we're sleeping, we eat four or five spiders in our lifetime while we're sleeping. What? I don't know where I've never heard that before until I saw when she said that and I looked it up and they say it's a myth. 
man, I'd be waking up in a heartbeat spitting that shit out. I mean, that was like, come on, that, that, that can't be right. You, you know if you're spy. I mean, there's times I'm itching when I'm in bed, like my feet itch or something, or if something like sharp happens, like, oh, what is that? I, th- I thought maybe I got bit by a spider. Turns out it's just, you know, uh, a, a heads up. It's like, hey, hey, Cam, you know, I'm coming soon, right? <laughs> but um, that, that's, that would freak me out, man. Like a spider getting to your mouth. But they say it's all protein, so I guess it's a good thing. I don't know. But that's just, that's some weird shit right there. Eating a spider? Nope. No, thank you. I better turn into Spider-Man if I do. I tell you that. I'd be all over the place. Be slinging everything. So, um, but anyway, I just thought that was weird. Um, And, you know, I got some new sunglasses the other day from my trip. They look awesome. And they're actually that brand, I think I mentioned it the other day, called Blender's Eyewear. That's the company that uh, supplies all the sunglasses for uh, Coach Prime, Deion Sanders. And he was wearing his the other day. He's got those gold ones. Those are really cool for, you know, Colorado colors and all that. But I bought some the other day, and it's uh, it's called uh, it's called Black Tundra. And, uh, oh, man, they're, they're badass. So... I've been actually buying, I've been using blenders for a long time, for a lot, well, not say a few years maybe, but they got some really good stuff, so I definitely recommend blenders eyewear, They're, uh, they got a lot of good stuff, so be sure to check that out, and you get points too, like Hilton, you know, you get enough points, you get, um, pretty much get free glasses, so, uh, or at least a, some, a really good discount off, so be sure to check that out. Um, also, I was, uh, I follow Pat McAfee. Uh, on Instagram, and I don't know if you guys saw the video. It was posted today, and the Falcons, the Atlanta Falcons, they're playing in London this weekend. I don't know who they're playing, but they, um, it was, uh, AJ Hawk was on there, and they had the, a live uh, um, FaceTime with Arthur Smith, the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. That is Fred Smith's son, owner of FedEx, founder of FedEx, excuse me, and I was like, there's Arthur Smith. He's got a really cool mustache and everything. So they're in a pub in London somewhere. And his brother, Richard, the CEO, is right behind him chugging a beer. I was like, that's my boss at FedEx. Awesome. It's like, I know that guy. I work for him. So I thought that was really cool. And FedEx is on the map. And I was like, hey, there's the CEO chilling in London with his brother, the head coach of the Falcons. So I was like, it's pretty cool. And they were on the Pat McAfee show. They were like, who's that guy behind you? We're not sure who he is. And then they actually confirmed. Pat McAfee didn't know who he was. And they confirmed it. Yeah, it's Richard Smith. I was like, that is so cool. And uh, so, yeah, the Falcons are in London. Uh, You know, they do that international stuff. I I can't stand those international games, I'll be honest with you. They're playing Jacksonville. Jacksonville is actually the – they're used to traveling overseas. I mean, um, so, yeah, the Falcons and Jaguars on Sunday. But – that was pretty cool, though, to see uh, Richard Smith and his brother Arthur, you know, right there on a FaceTime call with uh, Pat McAfee. That's awesome. So, um, anyway, I uh, the next topic here, and um, we'll try to close out with this one. And, um, as you know, again, a podcast about nothing here at the Cabana. <laughs> Just having a good time. Um, getting ready to drink some cold beers this weekend. So it is football season. We're well into football season, and I haven't had a chance to talk about it yet because I just started, like I said, just started up last week. But football movies, and I know we've done this before. We're going to do it again. So uh, it's that time of year, and I'm just going to pull it out of my pull it out of my ass here and see which ones I come up with. And forgive me if I'm missing some. 
but um, and I'm not going to rank them. We're just going to talk about them. So um, the other day, I actually watched uh, the program. It's actually the 30th anniversary of the program uh, with James Kahn, rest in peace, Halle Berry, Craig Sheffer, Christy Swanson, Latimer. Starting defense, place at the table. <laughs> Classic. Uh, there's a guy my brother went to high school with, played football with, named Lee Hasseltine. That guy was a beast. And his final game at North Delta, he painted his face like Latimer from the program. I'll never forget it. I mean, not exactly like him, but pretty damn close. And I was, I was like, holy shit, he means business. And he did. He was a great offensive lineman. And I was just like, when he, when he painted his face with that skull, you know, oh, that was awesome. Oh, excuse me. Take a chug there. And, uh, you know, it was just a, it's just a badass football movie. And um, they actually, I noticed it the other day for the first time. I never paid attention, but it was filmed at South Carolina University of South Carolina. Because you actually, if you look closely at one of the games they play, they have the SEC, you see the old SEC logo. And I was like, that's got to be Florida. That's not the swamp. Maybe it's Georgia. And I was like, maybe South Carolina, because they were a little bit smaller school back then for the SEC. And, yep, sure enough, and it's, you know, Gamecocks, there it was, South Carolina. I was like, oh, man, that's awesome. So, um, anyway, the program, one of my favorites, um, Joe Kane, Eastern State. I guess they, sure enough, they, a mix of Florida State and Boston College is what that was. Anyway, uh, also the 30th anniversary of Rudy. Rudy is definitely one of my favorite football movies of all time. Uh, my buddies, I told, I told you last weekend, uh, Mike Grevy and Jimmy Grevy um, were at the Notre Dame-Ohio State game. Oh, yeah, how about that beef with Ryan Day and Lou Holtz? I was like, come on, man, he's like 86 years old. Grow a pair. I mean, that Ryan Day is a weird dude, man. You know, and w- Watch Ohio State lose to Michigan again, so I'm just throwing that out there. Anyway, um, people are just stupid, you know, like Ryan Day. Oh, what was Ohio against the world. It's like, okay. <laughs> Try. <laughs> How about the Browns, huh? <laughs> They're against the world. The fans are. Nobody gives them credit. Anyway, I don't, forgive me. Lost track there. So, Rudy, one of the best ones ever. Uh, John Favreau's character was phenomenal in that. So, um, <laughs> he, he would say GD all the time. He just, I'm sorry. I know. It was just, it was just anyway, this funny guy. But, um, Based on a true story, um, I mean, I, I I get goosebumps that final that final scene where he gets that sack. I mean, that's just awesome, and he never he never gave up. He kept trying, and you know that was it was uh, Sean Astin. I thought he played a phenomenal role. That was, um, I mean, it's a great football movie, one of the best ever. When he finally gets that letter, and he gets in to Notre Dame, and he starts crying, like that actually hits me hard because I. I know what that's like, and it just—it's really—it's really great writing. You know, he was—he pulled it off. So that was just a, that's a great one of my favorite scenes right there. Was when he gets into Notre Dame, but when he when he tells his brothers, he's like, "Hey guys, my son's going to Notre Dame," and like his brother Frank couldn't believe it. He was just like, "Yeah, you're 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 working in a steel mill. Yeah, that's what you get for not believing in me, buddy." But anyway, so Rudy, one of the best ones ever. Uh, Vince Vaughn, he's just a showboat man. That's all he's about. He's just doing his job, Jamie. Can it? <laughs> don't treat me like I'm playing defensive end for Purdue 
<laughs> anyway, uh, Rudy, classic. Necessary Roughness. That's one of my favorites, too. It's um, 1991. Scott Bakula, Sinbad, Jason Bateman, Robert Loja, Hector Elizondo, Kathy Ireland, the kicker. Uh, <laughs> um, they filmed part of the movie at Billy Bob's. I actually, I'm going there soon, so I'm looking forward to that. Sheriff, yeah, it's Billy Bob's again. <laughs> Don't you get yourself into no trouble, you hear? <laughs> uh, filmed at University of North Texas, and they, um, which is um, the the Mean Green. Stone Cold Steve Austin actually played football at University of North Texas. So that's why they had the colors, the green and white. So there is a, actually a Texas State University. They used to be the Southwest Texas State Bobcats, which are in the movie. And they just changed the name to Texas State. But yeah, so Texas State, the Fighting Armadillos, are based off the real-life school of uh, North Texas Mean Green. Um, anyway, but yeah, it's a great comedy. I mean, it's like uh, if Major League, it's like the Major League of football movies, um, Necessary Roughness. So great film. Texas State. Well, they're all the pussies that ain't won a game yet. <laughs> well, well, well. If it isn't the by God number one Texas Colts. Wow. You say something, sugar? <laughs> oh, man. Just just great stuff. Um, round right, 22 trap. Oh, geez. Come on. We just ran that. Been looking for that one, soldier. They haven't seen it yet. <laughs> the Sarge and the Samurai. <laughs> Okay, send in the defense, and it's just one guy. It's a samurai. <laughs> oh, man. Um, All the Right Moves, Tom Cruise, 1983 or 84, or something like that. Um, you know, not one of my favorites. It's a good one, but, like, I just... Um, I haven't seen it in a long time, so I need to catch up on that. But it, it's still a good film. Like, he just he loses his train of thought, and he goes after the coach. Feels like he lost his chance, but... Georgievich, I'm sorry, he was a terrible defensive back. I don't care what anybody says, but that's his. They had a chance to win this game in the movie, and he makes a bad play, and you know, um, calls him out on it. But either way, it's still entertaining. It's just been a while since I've seen it. But Craig T. Nelson's in it, Leah Thompson. I'm gonna have to catch up on that. So forgive me, but yes, it's definitely worth watching. It's just it's just been a long time. So, uh, Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, Technically not a complete football movie, but it is football season in the movie. It was filmed at University of Arizona. Um, Adams College, home of the Adams. Our tri-captains, Danny Burke, Fred Palawaski, the Ogre, and uh, Stan Gable, two-time All-American quarterback. What a jerk. We're not gonna be. We're not gonna get in. These are the alpha betas. They're the football players. I really don't think Betty Childs would have sent us over here if we have a have a shot. Did have a shot, Gilbert. <laughs> hey, you guys seem pretty cool. Take these rubbers. What do we need rubbers for? <laughs> Let the initiation begin. <laughs> um. So yeah. Anyway. The the pep rally at the end is the best part. So technically a football movie, I guess, if think about it. So um, uh, let's see here. I'm trying to go down my list. Um, uh, any given Sunday. Um, not probably not everybody's favorite, but you know it's uh, it's a great story of uh, hot stuff Willie Beeman 
Uh, Al Pacino plays a phenomenal role with the coach. That's a talk about a star-studded cast right there. It was any given Sunday. Dennis Quaid is like the Dan Marino type quarterback in the movie. And uh, what's funny is they the Miami Sharks they played at the Orange Bowl, and they had all black. I remember going to a Dolphins game in 2012 in December, and. It was it was uh, the Dolphins play the Jaguars. Well, the Jaguars had these uniforms at the time, and they would uh, they would wear solid black, all all black, and black helmets with the gold Jaguar, which I think was really cool. They, I wish they'd have kept that old logo. And uh, they were playing at Miami. I was there, but they had all black on. I remember talking to the guy next to me, some random dude. I was like, "Man, this is amazing! It's like the Dolphins are playing the Miami Sharks." from any given Sunday. And they were like, oh man, that's right. They did wear all black. And it was like, everybody, as soon as I mentioned that, everybody chimed in. Oh, man, they're right. you're right. They did wear black. So, <laughs> and uh, so I thought that was pretty cool. So dolphins versus the sharks. <laughs> Luckily the dolphins won, but probably not in real life. <laughs> but yeah, so I always liked any given Sunday, just a great cast. I believe the scene where Dennis Quaid and Lauren Holly get into an argument, Cap Rooney, that, talk about a great quarterback name, by the way. I think the scene in that house where it was filmed, I think that's Dan Marino's house. I can't confirm that. I looked it up online. Can't really confirm it, but it looked like some of his kids were in the movie. Like, I don't know for sure, but it looked like his house. I was like, well, they're in South Florida. Why not? I mean, he's kind of like the Dan Marino type guy. So anyway, just throwing that out there. I may be wrong. Again, I live in a fantasy world, so I look up the most random shit. So... (laughs) But anyway, any given Sunday, uh, great football movie um, about the the uh, pressures of pro football. So um, let's see here. Friday Night Lights is good. Um, you know, not one of my not one of my favorites, but it was entertaining. Bill Bob Thornton does a good job. Varsity Blues, Mox, Oop de Oop, West Texas football, West Canaan. Uh, Billy Bob, the whole thing, Paul Walker, Scott Kahn, James Vanderbeek, uh, uh, gosh, uh, Amy Smart. Ooh, Jesus. She was something in that. Um, I, I think Starsky and Hutch, that's my favorite. And she was great and uh, just friends. But um, anyway, uh, yeah, so Varsity Blues, uh, if anybody that played high school football can relate. So uh, just – uh, great stuff. Um, Mox, get in the truck, you skinny ass bitch. <laughs> um, so yeah, but John Voigt, man, he pulled that off. But I, man, I just love that scene where all his da- the dads are out there watching, and that one guy looks over, shit, them boys having the time of their lives, no doubt about it. <laughs> he's still after, my, he's on their ass like yeah, my mom it was in high school. <laughs> um, but yeah, good stuff. North Dallas 40. Uh, Nick Nolte about uh, a pro football team. Um, and it's, I think it's, yeah, obviously Dallas, yeah. Um, and just just the, the after effects of pro football, how they're so beat up and all the, the drugs they take, the partying, you know, it's just a, uh, trying to find themselves too and uh just um phenomenal 
acting across the board. Nick Nolte, I mean, he was a late 70s, early 80s. He was the guy. Seth Maxwell was the guy that played the quarterback, Mac Davis. And, um, I mean, there was uh, Joe Bob. There's just some crazy characters in that film. But basically the lifestyle of pro football players and how they treated women and just their, you know, everything. It was just a 24-7 party, basically, until you got to go to work and coach doesn't like you and they, you know, it's just the reality of how it is in pro football. So, um, anyway, a great film. Um, Remember the Titans, Denzel Washington, another high school film. If you, you know, anybody that loves, uh, I mean, appreciates the the experience of high school football and knows all about it, remember the Titans is good when Denzel Washington is absolute gold. Uh, Longest Yard, both of them, Burt Reynolds, Adam Sandler, phenomenal movies. Uh, you can't beat the original. Uh, the, the remake was actually pretty good, so I enjoyed that one. Uh, but the original is the best, no doubt. So, uh, actually just trying to think here at the top of my head. I just talked about North Dallas 40. Waterboy. <laughs> I mean, come on. Adam Sandler, the South Central LS. LSU Mud Dogs SC LSU 62 <laughs> uh, There's a there's a place in in uh, Marathon Florida in the in the Florida Keys and it's a I don't know if it's a restaurant or like a diner it's called the Wooden Spoon Every time I would drive by that place when I worked down there I'd think of the water boy I'm the water boy I got a wooden spoon <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> Captain Insano, you look like you sweat quite profusely. I wonder if you like the services of a water boy. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, Adam Sandler, late '90s was just—he was everything. So, one of the probably the, he and Jim Carrey, '90s Adam Sandler and '90s Jim Carrey. I'm telling you, no, they nobody could do it better. Those those guys killed it. And. Um, yeah, so um, Waterboy, SC, LSU. I remember Dan Patrick made an appearance, and they're talking about um, <laughs> they're playing Louisiana, and Jerry Reed's the coach. SC, LSU, Mud Dogs. I mean, come on. What a name. Uh, of course, you got Jerry Maguire. I thought that was a you know, decent one. You know, Rod Tidwell. We Are Marshall's a good one. True story about the team uh, with the plane crash and – start t- taking over the job and um, draft day actually was really good Kevin Costner about the Cleveland Browns you know the Indians got a movie the Browns might as well get a movie so I mean everybody loves there's I think I, I'm actually a closet Cleveland Browns fan so I thought this was a great great film Kevin Costner did a great job um, so yeah you can't can't go wrong draft day really good um, Brian song. Uh, I know it's not I me. Mean, yeah, it's obviously a football movie, but like the story of a friendship with uh, Brian Piccolo and Gail Sayers. Uh, it's actually, a, it's kind of a short film because it was like a made-for-TV movie. But James Caan, Billy D. Williams, they, they've nailed it. So, uh, true story, Jack Warden is the coach, Coach Hallis. Uh, so, great film. I mean, if you're looking for like a tearjerker, you know, it's, it's, a, really, it's a really good one. So, um, I like Invincible with Mark Wahlberg. You know, uh, Vince uh, Vince Papal, the guy that came out of nowhere. 
and that's that's a great one too. Um, and I, I'm gonna have to say though, top tops right now, probably the best one because all around, I'm sure a lot of people will agree. I know I've mentioned the program, Rudy, Necessary Roughness, Varsity Blues, the replacements. I'm telling you, the replacements, Keanu Reeves, Gene Hackman. And Gene Hackman, all-time favorite actor of Captain Cambino. I love the guy. He's uh, one of the best ever. Only Lex Luthor ever. The Replacements is about um, the Washington Sentinels where um, the team, there's a strike going on, so they're bringing their replacement players. And Shane Falco, uh, just his, his, his quote at the end, you know, um, pain hurts. Chicks dig scars. Glory lasts forever. I mean, it's just, um, just, just a great film, you know. Second chances, and they they pull it off. And that kicker, Nigel. Ole, 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 ole. <laughs> With that sumo guys out there pushing the sled, the kicker he's smoking a cigarette walks by. Nigel, he keeps pushing that sled. Nigel says, that'll do, pig, that'll do. And he goes, hey, screw you, cockroach. Have to find your dick first, Shamu. <laughs> I mean, it's, just, it's classic. <laughs> oh, man. Shane Falco, I lost a lot of money on that sugar bowl. What a bloody shambles that was. <laughs> nice to meet you, too. <laughs> but that, um, you know, John Madden and... Uh, um, Pat Summerall make an appearance. Jack Warden is the owner. <laughs> when they're playing so bad, he goes, I've seen monkey shit in the zoo more organized than this. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, the replacements probably my. and if I had to rank it right now, number one. Um, when they're doing the cheerleader auditions and all the tryouts, that, that was funny, too. So, um, and then, of course, the dance-off. Um <laughs> Danny, I got the ball. You got the ball. I got the ball. <laughs> anyway, so um, classic football movies right there. Um, you know, I mean, it's just it's football season. It uh, means a lot to me. I, um, and I, you know, for those that are, you know, new to the podcast listening, I did. I had a chance to play college football. And I'm not going to drag this out or anything and, you know, be a sob story. But, yeah, I had, a, had an opportunity. I could have played at Bellhaven College in Jackson, Mississippi. And I, um, it was uh, spring of 1998, 25 years ago. So my mom and I went down to visit the campus and check it out. It was, uh, obviously, it's a very old campus, historic, uh, just like Millsaps. Millsaps is a historic campus. Um, anyway, met the coach, and I gave that coach one of my best game tapes, and I can't find it. I wish I made a copy. It was my best one. I was like, damn it. You know, I wish I made a copy of it. And uh, where was the cloud back in 1996, right? Or 98. <laughs> but uh, it was my game against Magnolia Heights uh, my junior year. We won 15 to 8. Um, I had a lot of pancake blocks in that game. And I had a, it was just a phenomenal game. We won. And um, that was my best game tape. And I don't have it. So I'm trying to get a copy of it somewhere, but um, you have to talk to people from high school and sometimes it doesn't always go well. So (laughs) anyway, but yeah, so uh, I had had an opportunity and it was going to be their first year ever to be, to play high school to for have a football team. And 
my back was not really up to par. So um, it was a decision had to be made. And I just, I, I had to go through, I had to either have surgery or just rehab it and half, I half-assed it. And it just, it wasn't in the cards. You know, and that's where, you know, I was talking earlier about the replacements, you know, second chances. I, I wish I'd, I, I wish I had a do-over on that one. I do. And I don't have a, I don't regret it. I don't regret like, oh man, like I, ch- I, I mope around every day. Like, oh shit, no, I wish I could have played college football. No, I don't do that. But I do think about it. And I mean, not every day, but it just, I was like, man, you know what? Yeah, I had an opportunity and I didn't take advantage of it. I should have. And, you know, but you're, when you're 18, 19, you know, you don't, you don't think about stuff like that all the time. And you're just trying to make it. You're trying to, you're trying to be you. You're trying to figure it out. I mean, that's a, that's a long time ago. And I know a lot of people that graduated high school that already had a path and everything mapped out because probably their parents either had money and they had it, you know, figured out for them. So they didn't have to. I was like, well, that must be nice, but we don't have that luxury. And, you know, I worked through college every summer and uh, I delivered ice. I mean, I busted my ass every summer and, you know, so I'm still busting my ass. But, you know, I think that's that's life. You know, sometimes you just got to you got to keep going and, and not you can't look back and say, you know, I wish I, I wish I had the breaks like that person. No, you can't do that. You can't look at somebody else and compare yourself. You You take it as you go. This is what. This is the hand I was dealt. I'm going to play it. So that's all you can do. And, but yeah, I'm sure we all have those feelings. You know, my mom says that she could have, she wishes she was, she tried out for cheerleader and it didn't work out. And, you know, I hate that for, cause I mean, I know it was, it was back then it was probably super competitive and, you know, I never got asked to the stupid cotillion crap that they did, you know, where they had their um, fall or Christmas cotillion. And I never got asked to that. And, you know, I was like, so what? Who gives a shit, right? I mean, it's just some stupid dance. But, um, and, you know, stuff like that. And it is what it is. Um, you know, and I, I, I didn't, I, I do. I wish I had a dug, you know, reached down further and had had that opportunity to do it again. But I, I, I can't. It's over with. But you know what? <clears throat> I'm, I'm a free man. I've got a great job. I got a great family. I got a lot of great friends and I've got, um, I've, I've got a stable career. I've got education. Um, I have a master's degree. I, I'm an Apple certified professional and I live in a fantasy world. So, Hey, I'll, I'll settle for that. <laughs> but, um, anyway, I'm, you know, just chilling here at the cabana, having a good time, you know, um, I'm looking forward to uh, my trip coming up. I'm going to try to I'm gonna get back into my, um, natural habitat on the boats and um have you know anchor down and have some fun and get crazy on the port side so um looking forward to um to seeing the ocean again that serenity the serenity now (laughs) serenity now insanity later (laughs) but um yeah so i actually bought a ticket the other day to the alamo and i'm gonna visit the alamo and check it out and looking forward to it and it's going to have some fun headed to San Antonio and other parts of Texas. So, uh, going to road trip it up and you know, um, that's another thing, you know, travel as much as you can. I'm a big believer in that, you know, traveling is great. I don't fly anymore. 
You know, not because of the crap that happened in 2020 or anything. I just don't like flying. Uh, unless I had a private jet, you know, that's different. But, hey, you know what? don't have one yet. So, um, <laughs> still a million bucks shy of being a millionaire. So, maybe I'll get there someday. <laughs> but um, I love driving. So, I think road trips are awesome. You get to see things you don't get to see all the time. Uh, all these little towns along the way. You know, there's people that live out in the middle of nowhere. And, you know, it's like, man, I wonder what they do for a living, you know? I mean, maybe a farmer or an old, old rancher or something or, you know, in the fracking business. Who knows? But um, it, it's just, uh, you don't, who knows? I mean, you see all these random, like, what else is amazing? You see all these people in their houses out in the middle of nowhere. They're going to have a direct TV satellite somewhere there, too. So <laughs> you're definitely going to see that. Um, but, you know, it's... Um, that's what I love about road trips. You just get to see things that you, you definitely wouldn't see from flying. I mean, of course, flying is great. You're in the clouds and that, that being above, almost like a above the earth sort of, but like, no, it just doesn't do it for me anymore. I, I'm not that turbulence whew, messes me up. So, um, plus that feeling of just being so high. I'm just like, I just, I can't do it anymore. And so I'm like John Madden. I may just get my own bus line. Hey, that's not a bad idea. Captain Cambino's Cabana bus line. Or Cabana, the Cabana bus. Yeah, I like that. We, we should do that. And uh, just be like a tropical theme, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, like Eddie Murphy when he's a tooth fairy. Oh, you mean like Tooth Day? <laughs> no, that sounds a lot like Christmas. I could put to a teeth under the tree. <laughs> no, but... Uh, yeah, so it's... Uh, I'm going to wind it down here. Uh, you know, again, podcasts, almost about nothing. Just like to talk about random stuff, whatever comes to mind. Um, working on some different things. I told you that, but Hey, you know, the mic is back. The technical difficulties have been solved. I'm a problem solver too. So we're back in business. I, w- I appreciate everybody listening. Those that are out there, the podcast is available on Apple and Spotify. Uh, I'll, I posted the links recently on Instagram, and I will send those out again. So this will be available uh, on Apple and Spotify shortly, and I will let you know. Uh, if you have any questions, you can message me, CaptainCambino at gmail.com. And I'm also on Instagram, at CaptainCambino. You know what? I'm also working on trying to figure out a way to get Instagram verified. So now that I've got a podcast, hey, why not? It's like, who are you? I'm Captain Cambino. Who? Exactly. So, <laughs> um, who are you? I'm your Uncle Buck. Oh my God, he's cooking our garbage. <laughs> um, so anyway, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to Captain Cambino's Cabana, live, available on Apple and Spotify podcasts. Um, looking forward to the next edition. We got a lot of football this weekend. Looking forward to it. Ole Miss and LSU. I'll be down there tomorrow. We're gonna have some fun. We got a cooler full of beers, and we're gonna chill. And hey, where are all the white women at? So, <laughs> thank you for listening to Captain Cambino's Cabana. It's been a pleasure. Uh, stay tuned tomorrow morning. I'll post it on Instagram with the college football beachfront blitz run down the top twenty-five. And uh, be back next week. Road trip's coming up, so I'm going to try to do some live recording wherever I am and go from there, and we'll see what happens. So it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Enjoy yourself this weekend. 
Uh, be safe. Drink responsibly. Just don't drink any Bud Light. Thank you for listening to Captain Cambino's Cabana live, Apple, and Spotify. Again, I'm just excited to be here, and I'm glad it's out there. So still working on it. Thank you for sticking through it with the podcast, and the microphone issues have been resolved. It's been a pleasure. See you next time. Looking forward to it. Permission to come aboard. <laughs>